Dave Reeves, Managing Director of Calidus Resources. Calidus Resources is a gold producer in the Pilbara of Western Australia, currently uh, annualised production of around 70 to 75,000 ounces per annum, um, building over the next few years to 130,000 ounces per annum. Dave, uh, good to see you. Thanks for coming back on Sweet in uh, February for a quick catch-up. But uh, big news in terms of announcements this week, and we'll find out exactly what it means. So let's start with the uh, quarterly report. Give us the, give us the uh, headline numbers. Yeah, quarterly report. It's our first ever quarterly report because we hadn't declared commercial pr- production to 1 January. So good quarter, 15,200 ounces sold, uh, sorry, produced 16,000 ounces sold. All in sustaining cost Aussie uh, 2093 versus revenue at 2509 Aussie an ounce. So a gross margin of about $416 an ounce, which mean, means we made about $5 million of operating cash flow for the quarter. Right. Okay. When we talked, you were talking the game of going from 70 to 130,000 ounces. You, you, and you told me that you're going to have to raise some capital to allow you to do that expansion. Um, you have raised some money, but it comes in the form of equity. Why? Uh, yeah, good question, Matthew. Uh, so we we looked at all sorts of uh, different forms of debt, royalties, what have you. Uh, and obviously, it's a hugely sensitive issue, dilution, especially you know, for, for our current shareholders, myself included as second largest. Uh, and at this price, you know, it's just as, as an analyst keeps telling me, there's deep value here, Dave. It's ridiculous. So like, sure. But I think the market was never going to uh, let the brakes off the share price until we had that rectified. Now, when we did all the numbers on the royalties versus equity, yeah, we, we looked at it from an NPV per share and, uh, you know, royalties were probably a little better at that point, but as soon as you extend mine life beyond what you model, um, royalties are there forever. So you're, you're always taking a haircut, but probably the biggest single factor um, was risk. You know, for instance, say a royalty, if you look at a royalty, it's taking a margin off your operating cash flow. So you're paying two and a half, three percent royalty um, per quarter. So for this one, you know, that would have been 450 ounces, which is, you know, sort of let's call it $1.3, $1.4 million coming out of that cash flow. That's actually quite a chunk. And where we are as a as a company at the moment, we're in our highest strip ratio areas. So it's our, our lowest margin areas. We only start increasing that margin next year. So if the gold price starts coming down, that margin suddenly gets very compacted very quickly. And that that's a significant portion of it. So a lot of it's to do with risk to make sure that you know we get through to the end of the year in a, in a really good position with our working cap to fund expansions going through because if we got our margin squeezed in the interim you know that puts us in back to where we are now and we we just can't you know go through that again i mean you you took a very kind of cautious language here and help me understand why that's important to you obviously you kind of got your hedging in place you're talking about well what if gold drops down i mean mostly i was talking about gold at Two and a half thousand US um, bucks, um, and obviously you've kind of got this kind of debt facility that you're, you're paying down. I mean, you, you paid down a bit more than normally this quarter as well. So, what, 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 why, the, why is the caution important now and not in the future? And, and, and into the future, um, things will be better. I mean, what, how, how does that relationship work? Yeah. So, look, a, a lot of the commentary, and, and we certainly think that gold is got a really bright future ahead of it. 
but it is a very volatile world of market we live in and uh, I don't think any of us saw the the uptick in the gold price uh, in the recent couple of months. It had just been sort of flatlining, flatlining, what's going to change and suddenly it's up and it, and it could be back down again tomorrow and we just, for this next nine months, that is incredibly important to us and we are long-term believers in the gold price but for the next nine months we don't want to we, we want to minimize all risks focus on operations paying down debt making cash and getting ready for the expansion uh, and not worry about oh my goodness maybe we need to go to the market for more funding because our margins being pinched right and and so this, this is this is a function of the geology the high strip ratio now or for the rest of this year to release the potential into the fu- in in the future but could could you've come at it a different way would it have made a sense to you know look at the project look at the ore body in a different way and maybe high graded initially i mean was that an option not really the the ore body is pretty consistent and how you mine it you can't separate the high grade portions and and whatnot. So we did obviously have a good look at that. And um, I should should point out, you know, on the royalty front uh, and things like that as well, I think the royalty companies use consensus gold pricing, which is back at 1600 US. And that pricing, consensus pricing needs to catch up. Um, so they make their returns and it makes more sense to the mining companies. And we're in that point where as gold prices go up, what they're offering you is not following immediately. Um, and, and so there's a bit of lag in that, and you know that would close over time. So I'm, I'm certainly saying, not saying royalties are, are never, never, but just for our unique position where we are today and where the gold royalty companies and their gold prices are, you know, it's something to to bear in mind. Right, and the, the other big thing, point that you were, you were very keen for me to go away understanding last time when we spoke was obviously if you can if you can increase the throughput, you'll in, you'll decrease the the, the cost because you'll be taking out more ounces. And that that was a big part of this. This was like I'm, we are going to um, do an expansion phase now, and we're going to need money to do that. So, with the twenty three million bucks Aussie that you've raised plus the cash which you're you're generating uh, and and the capital which you've already got on the balance sheet, what does this expansion look like? Because it, you know sixteen thousand ounces is fine but you're talking a much bigger game to me so what does that look like what does that growth profile look like how do you get it yeah for sure so it's it's firstly bed down what we've got and and make sure we're getting that eighteen thousand ounces maybe up to twenty thousand ounces a, a quarter and then we've got the underground beneath the open pit um so 10 to 15 million of capital see us down there and that brings in two gram material versus the 0.85 that we're feeding at the moment. That's more ounces. We're just displacing lower grade ore with higher grade ore. More ounces, same all in sustaining cost of, let's say, the 17.50 an ounce, which is our longer term open pit cost. Um, but more ounces, same margin, means more cash. So, and you know, less percentage influenced by the hedge. So, you know, it's a double whammy. To get those extra ounces, so that's that's the goal. But but you know you, you do have the edge, you do have debt that you continue to pay down, and I guess what shareholders going to be looking at is well, when do you get into kind of steady run rate? I you you kind of you've done that ramp up, you've optimized, and then you start throwing off the cash. You know what, what, what time frame are we looking at before the kind of good news starts arriving? Look, each quarter is building on the last. Um, you know this quarter we're in should be better than what we've just been in. 
Um, but it's really the second half of this year where everything will be done. Airport will be operational. Thickna project complete. Um, so many things complete that the second half of the year will certainly be better than the first half. Uh, we're doing a whole life of mine recut at the moment, working out you know, some new designs for the for the underground. Where do we get um, portal positions off, etc.? When do we bring in blue spec versus the underground? Because blue spec's not just blue spec; it's a, a new float plant, but it's also a high grade uh, little open pit near us. So there's there's a whole range of components that we need to fit together, and uh, and somewhere around our annual report when we've got a uh, recut our, all our resources that's when we'll announce you know a new life of mine plan with all those metrics and timing right okay so with all the capital are you saying that all the kind of capital uh components are now paid for and embedded and it's just a case of working out what the kind of op- opex um, run rate is now I'm, I'm trying to work out how much will you need to raise more money that's the simple question no definitely not so um you know that's what this raising is all about was to give us the working capital and show people that we've got the money in the bank to fund these expansions now um the operations throwing off cash now so that will fund the debt and what we've got in the bank will start will fund the the kickoffs on these projects and as they come in they obviously generate more and more cash uh, more and more self-funding so it's just working out which one we do first why from practicalities permitting you name it we've got a um, all those pieces of the, the puzzle to to work through but no the, the whole idea on the raising is to say look we've got plenty to do these expansions and we are making money you can see that in that quarterly and we'll only make more and more money each quarter going forward so in a very good position to where we were for Five months ago, right? Okay, so you 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 built a mine. It's operational. So that's kudos to you. Very few people kind of get there. Um, you do have a few things in the in the background. You mentioned one of them, blue, blue spec. It would be quite easy to go and blow your brains out and raise a lot of money, kind of you know ramp up super super quick. So can you give me a sense of how you're viewing the the timing and the allocation of capital to, you know, deliver 130,000 answers. Have you got an end date in mind or are you very conscious of the economy and, you know, you know, making sure you don't do anything um, too ambitious? Yeah, look, the, the plan will put forward and look, uh, you know, I wish I could answer that in more detail, but until we've recut this life of mine, I'd be using old data um, and it would be misleading for both of us. So, uh, you know, the blue spec takes a couple of years to get up to full production, whereas the underground is more like 18 months. Um, having said that, the underground and blue spec, both of them ramp up during that phase. So it's, it's an incremental growth, uh, let's call it over the next two and a half years to that 130,000 ounces. So, if you, so um, obviously underground looks more attractive by six months, so not, not much in it. Uh, but you, you're going to have to fund that out of cash Flow. So, in terms of, I guess, building a building a cash reserve and getting you know getting to that kind of free cash flow um, position, what, what are we looking at in terms of timing there? Because there's a danger with all production companies that they kind of keep plowing the money back in the ground, and there's not much left for, well, whether it be acquisitions um, or, or you know giving monies back to the shareholders or you know, what all those sort of lovely things that people invest in companies to see. Yeah, look, um, all valid points, but I think. Uh, the more answers we're doing at a similar oil and sustaining, the more cash we're throwing off. Your overheads are spread over more ounces, all those sorts of things. So it makes sense to put the money back in the ground 
um, for that reason. Um, and it fully utilizes the infrastructure. Um, so how do we ensure we, we don't blow ourselves up or we do our proper planning? We are looking at reducing costs at blue spec from stated capital in a couple of ways. We're looking at a, a different style of plant or really just, a, if you like, one sourced out of China that's fit for purpose. Um, it's only a small plant. We think we can shave quite a bit of money off the cost we've, we used, which was a, a first principles Aussie-built plant. Uh, then we've got things like access to a nearby camp that suddenly become available. Maybe we don't need to build a camp. doesn't sound much, but we allowed $6 million for that. So all these capital you know, areas we're looking at whittling down, and the lower we can get them, the, the earlier we can start the project. So that's something we're looking at now. We've been working on a permitting. Um, now we've got this funding solution in place. Uh, we can finalise our life of mine, finalise our cash flows and then decide when to best start each of those uh, projects. Okay, so I know you're spending a big chunk on the, on the development activities, but um, with regards to the expiration, and up, obviously you want to be chasing higher, higher grade, or higher grade. Um, you spent nearly a million bucks this, this quarter. What are you focused on? So we're doing a lot of exploration at what we call Felix, which is a new discovery, a long strike from Blue, Sp uh, Blue Spec. Some pretty, pretty nice numbers came out of some first-pass drilling there. Um, so we need to do more work down there. You know, we're still quite a way off a resource, but there were some decent widths and grades. We will start to, as we're becoming more familiar with the geology at our main Morawuna pit called Klondike, um, we will start to move out to the east and west and down dip from there because that's the low-hanging fruit of adding mine life um, to us is immediately beneath the pit uh, and along strike, so we'll do some more there. But again, it will be just a very steady... Um, spend on the exploration side. Okay, so you're currently like 100 million Aussie market cap, right? And the the shares, I think, like most precious metals, has been sort of a bit, bit battered and bruised in the last 12 months um, or longer. What do you think traditionally has worked in terms of messaging into the market? And have you noticed perhaps new signals that companies are needing to put out to the market for for shareholders to you know, you know, give you a bit more time, as it were, or for new, new share, new share, potential shareholders to come into the, the story. You talk about brokers going, "This is undervalued." Effectively, what they're saying, um, that there's there's real value if you're a contrarian um, thinker. You might be wanting to look at you know Caladas resources, but you've also got to do your job and signal to the market, "We are good news because what." What's the message? Well, I think we're good news because we're through the commissioning issues that we have, we're making cash. That's the single biggest difference. There was a lot of uncertainty, and, and rightly so, around where we were heading. You know, believe we, we're mainly through that. A couple of quarters of solid performance will definitely put that to bed. And, you know, certainly the gold stocks in Australia have seen quite an uptick in the last couple of months, and we've um, generally missed out on that. And I think that's a lot of the overhang on on our balance sheet. So that's now removed. So it's really um, out there when I'm talking with some of the new shareholders that have come in, for instance, in this raise uh, and some of our existing ones, they say, we love it. You, you're through the, the ramp up issues. We see cash coming out. We see where you're heading. We see that you've now got the funds and it's just a matter of time. So that's, you know, it is quite a simple message. And now it's about 
um, fine-tuning timings and, and putting numbers out there so, so people can understand fully how we're going to get to that 130,000 ounces. Okay. What are we going to be talking about next when I see you? Um, next, when we talk in a few months' time, we should be pretty close to demerging the lithium out. Um, we finally pushed the button on that. We've got a bit of spare time. We're not just living and breathing the daily production at the mine. So independent geologist is off writing their reports. Prospectus is underway. So that'll be there. Um, we'll be just talking about hopefully an, yeah, another improved quarter of production and, and cash flow. Um, we'll be talking about where we're heading uh, with our exploration rig. So, you know, lots to talk about, Matthew. Nothing earth-shattering, but just building from from the base that we've got now. Okay. Um, Dave, thanks very much for the update. Um, glad to hear you got the money away. Um, now it's a case of um, getting on and doing something with it. So we'll speak to you soon. Thanks. Thanks.